good fucking morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're watching this, I'm watching, I always make that mistake, every time, whenever you decide to listen to this, what is up, it is 9am, 9.01 to be exact, in the morning, Jersey Judah once again, Red Pill Party Podcast, and uh, Another non-red pill related topic, I was, I guess, motivated or inspired to do this episode yesterday from an old friend, and this wasn't motivation or inspiration in any positive way whatsoever, so I want to give a disclaimer, a lot of people aren't going to like this episode, I'm going to be talking about some real shit. I'm not going to really hold back any punches, we're just going to let it fly, I got this monstrous ass joint that I'm currently lighting, I got a nice cold cup or glass of iced tea, and we're just going to jump right into it. Today's episode is going to be called Burden Buddies, not bourbon for all you alkies out there, Burden, Burden Buddies, and the concept that I'm explaining is there will be people that will come in and out of your life just randomly, some people will come in and out of your life with good information, good energy, you know what I'm saying, they can bring a different perspective or a different uh, opinion to what you have going on, whatever it is, right? Then you got burden buddies. These guys show up every time something bad is going on with their lives, and they expect everybody around them to fix it. Well, I'm going to tell you guys a little story, and then I'm going to continue to elaborate. So, yesterday, at about 4.30, 4.45, close to 5, someone's calling my phone. Now, I don't like people calling me. I really don't. I figure if, if it's anything, text me, message me on Facebook, way more effective, way easier for me to reply. So I'm about to go back in for my break. <laughs> Excuse me. Take another sip of my beverage. So I was about to go back in for my break. All of a sudden my phone goes off. I'm looking at my phone trying to recognize the number. Because in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, all right, it may be somebody from my job, maybe the manager, maybe the supervisor. I don't save their numbers. So I answer the phone. And I hear this voice that's kind of broken up. You know what I mean? This voice is completely broken up, so I don't hear, I don't know who the fuck it is. So I hang up, like, fuck it. They're going to call back or call back. So they call back directly after I hang up the phone. Now I'm like a little 
you know, I'm not happy. So I'm answering the phone like, yo, who's this? What's up, who's this? So it ends up being this old friend. Now, I'm not gonna mention his name. There's no reason to do all that. That's not my style. But he's somebody that I actually did a lot of podcasts with in the past. Not a lot, but we did a good amount. Um, he, he just had a different perspective than what I was talking about. You know what I mean? So, he's like, yo, it's such and such. I'm like, oh, shit, what's up? What you been up to? All of a sudden, here comes the sob stories, right? Oh, man, everything's been a roller coaster for me right now. Things aren't going well. Keep in mind, you know, this is the guy who was, I think, doing HVAC. He was being trained to be in HVAC. He was excited about that the last time I talked to him. But every time, you know, plans would come up and, you know, he wanted to do something or he would say, oh, yeah, I'm going to come by. I'm going to grab some beers. We'll, we'll kick it. But never come through. And that doesn't bother me. Like, that's, I'm cool with that. People are busy. People have other things to do. It's, it's the respect factor. Like, are you going to let me know that nothing's going on or do I have to hit you up the last minute and then you tell me that you can't you understand there's a difference but that's what always used to happen so I'm like alright cool nothing personal I'm just gonna focus on what I need to do which since then I was at my last job at that time right still trying to figure out what moves I can make, how I can transition to a bigger or a better opportunity along the lines. And I was able to get back to my old job where I actually made more money than I did in my last job or when I worked there in 2015. So it all worked out for me, right? Now, <coughs> he's telling me he, he's having issues personal issues, issues that I won't address, like I said, I have no reason to, this is only for the sake of story, not exposing anybody, just really exposing the concept or the topic that I'm speaking on, he's telling me he's having this problem, that problem, meanwhile, I'm in the school, walking around on my phone, I know nobody's there, but, you know, I just told him, hey man, I'm at the, I'm at the job right now, I'm in this building, so, you know, I'll call you back later, or better yet, just text me. And I hung up. And, uh, I didn't text him. <laughs> I talked about this in a similar fashion. I had another friend recently who had to come back to the city because his baby mom fucked him over got him kicked out of his own house, got a restraining order on him in his own house, took the kids, raising them in his own house, right? And he was another burden buddy. He never came to you, or he never came to me with good news. He never came to me with, 
hey, we got, I got this going on. Oh, I'm about to go here. You're trying to come. It's never nothing like that with burden buddies. Burden buddies are there to tell you about their hard times and hopefully you can help them or be a person to listen. And look, sometimes I don't got a problem with that. A lot of us, a lot of us need that. A lot of us don't have it. Me, I've just been rolling solo for the past two and a half years. And I'm just talking about when it comes to close friends and shit like that. With relationships, it's almost seven years. So, I've already stripped any thought of finding something fantastic or unreal or have a team, have your squad. Like, I already, I already didn't give a fuck about that. But, burden buddies show up only when something bad is going on. When something is good, when something good is happening with them, you would think they'll reach out to their old friends to let them know, hey, guess what? I've been doing such and such. You know what I mean? I'm now going to such and such to do this, to do that. I'm going to school. I'm getting married. I got a new girl. I got a child. Shit like that. You would expect normal friends to hit you up like yo this and that's been going on everything's been good how you been doing cool hey you know i know things been busy everybody's got a busy schedule but maybe one weekend one time well you know meet up do whatever boom burden buddies show up with nothing they may have had money out the woodwork last week they may have gotten a new job last month they may have gotten a new they may have they may have began raising a child a year ago right but they never showed up and said guess what this is happening this good news that good news these good events that good event it becomes these are my problems. I'm going through things. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. blah. And the reason why I'm saying that, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to him personally, but I, I, I heard it all. You know what I mean? I heard that shit before. And, and honestly, I don't want to really hear it again. You know what I mean? Especially for people who have the mindset of not reaching out or not hitting anybody up when anything good is going on. That's like weird shit. I never understood that. Like there'll be friends, people that I were friends with, that I was friends with four or five years ago that will hit me up telling me about something bad that's happened. And it's like, bro, I don't even know anything. I don't even know you anymore. (laughs) Two to four years can cause a lot of separation. It can separate a lot. You can be at a point where you're going in a direction that that other person may not understand. And it would almost be a burden or a fucking headache to try and explain it. 
So it's almost like you don't even want to bother. you rather just keep whatever you got going on low-key. The red pill is like the fight club. Everybody knows that. You don't talk about the fight club. You don't necessarily want to get into conversations with the red pill or about the red pill publicly, especially around women. Because it creates mass confusion, right? You're going in a direction that's bettering you, and it could be because it's bettering you that other people can't fuck with it. Other people may be used to seeing you broke, begging for money, uh, trying to find the next meal. They don't want to see niggas elevated to where they start to peek up on the other people's horizons. Like, yeah, what up? You know what I'm saying? That's why, for me, I got a, I got an arrogant attitude. I'm not an arrogant person, but I got an arrogant attitude when it comes to me and my shit. Whatever I have, I know for a fact the past three years, whatever I got, whatever I bought, whatever I made, I earned it. And as I get older, I think I, I, I deserve more. So I look for more opportunities. I'm, I'm kind of past the stage where I'm just complaining about it. I never looked for people to complain or to rant to or to vent to even. I never looked for people for that because I feel depending on the depending on the strength and longevity of that relationship you will easily lose a friend doing that you don't just vent to anybody who will listen you vent to people who you trust as I said everything that I'm getting now is is from me it's not from reaching out to this person reaching out to that person or vice versa or that or these people reaching out to me it's me I talked about something a couple days ago right like for people I think I said it in a way of layman's terms, really. Like, when people are responsible for other people's livelihoods, let's say in the workplace, everything becomes different. It's not just about you anymore. Or I said, if you had your own company, you have a responsibility over people. You, they look for you for their money. They look t- for you for work, right? You can't have the same attitude when it's just you when you got people working for you. You have people 
working for you. So now you have responsibilities beyond yourself. You have human liabilities beyond yourself that you have to attend to and you have to make sure that those groups of people or that group is satisfied and also effective. You go into a lot of businesses or you look at a lot of these companies and I'm not talking about small time companies. I'm talking about Fortune 500 companies. I work for a Fortune 500 company. That doesn't mean shit if the actual work environment beyond the business is trash. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, for namesake, sure. You got songs that went that won the Emmys that are trash, right? Or Grammys. You got movies that won Emmys that were garbage. Golden Globe. You have actors that are not talented, but were selected as best actors and actresses. I'm not shitting on anybody. I'm just saying everybody has their different points of views and their different opinions and their different outlooks on shit. My outlook is completely abstract. So, the burden buddies, they don't understand that. It's not blatant narcissism. I won't even say that. But there is a level of selfishness that they don't acknowledge. Narcissists know that they're being narcissistic at a point. The burden buddy, he doesn't even, he's not even able to comprehend. It's just problems after problems, uh, misfortunes after misfortunes. Um, pity party. Not the red pill party. It's a pity party for these guys. And when you haven't when you haven't heard from these people in over a year and all of a sudden they just come back in call you up, hit you up talking about their issues like I don't know about you guys but me, I don't really tolerate it. Because now it's a feeling where you're trying to use me momentarily for, I guess, a morale boost. I'm supposed to motivate you. I'm supposed to tell you that you're better than all this. I'm supposed to tell you that you have to straighten up. But you're your own person. And that's personal. You are your own person. You should know when you are getting out of line or you're just, you're cooling. You should know that. If you decide to depend on drugs or stop working or just be lazy and not want to do shit, the only person that should feel sorry for you is yourself. 
I'm still lighting this joint. Hold up. We're here for a minute today, and uh, I have enough time to where I can actually upload this after. I did a couple recordings yesterday while at the job because my plans were as follows. Like yesterday, I recorded in the AM, like I'm doing right now. Boom. That's something I can instantly, quickly edit, throw some music in behind it, and upload it. Cool. When I leave to go to work, I can't upload shit because they block Facebook. So what I have to do is do everything I can now, share it, and then the shit that I talk about later can be used in a future episode or I'm really trying to put things together in a way that in the same fashion I'm talking here, I can just bring it over to YouTube and I can have more capabilities of editing and putting in my own music because very recently I just started to make music again more or less make beats hip hop electro all types of shit it's not just hip hop but it's like a hip hop formula and I haven't I've been saving shit but I haven't been finishing beats I kind of just been starting them like how I used to do it and I've been making beats since I want to say 2002 and what I used to do is I would start a beat, right? And our drum roll, some percussion, and then I'd stop or I would save it. And then every day until I came up with something different, I would go back to it. I would fuck around with the keyboard. I would fuck around with different sounds. And then it would be easier for me to put things together. There's beats that I made that took technically a month process. There's other beats that I made that took as much as 10 minutes to me. You know what I mean? But I'm trying to get back into that and being able to have more of an organic sound as well, an organic vibe with this podcast. That was always something that I enjoyed doing. It wasn't until I started incorporating other people in the shit where I actually did not like it and I just stopped doing it. It's a weird thing. I think that's why skateboarding would always be a passion of mine because there wasn't a lot of people doing it. I could just put on my headphones and just ride around. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those like forms, small, but efficient forms of escapism that is actually possible, you know? (laughs) You can actually escape where you're at and just go around the city or what I used to do is I used to take the train. We used to go to PA, we used to go to Philly. We used to go where Love Park is at, Independence Plaza or Independence Park, whatever the fuck they call it out there. I don't even think it's there anymore. But that was a long time ago. But I've been trying to record shit throughout the day for another date and do a lot of the things that I do in the morning right away. You know what I'm saying? Which is why I'm here at the moment. 
Um, Burning buddies are really just people who show up with their problems. But anything good that happens or any fortunes, any good times, you won't know anything about. You won't know anything about it. You'll just assume, damn, they must have really been having a hard life because last time I heard from the individual, they had this going on, that going on. So is it all bullshit or are you bullshitting me now? It's one or the other. Were you really struggling the entire time and you were just lying about um, the shit you did or any events that took place prior? Or how I view shit, which is why I'm recording this right now, I look at it as a sign of disrespect because it's like other people like I told you guys about this one dude used to live two blocks from me he had issues with his baby moms had a house not too far from here but in another county right in another county had his own crib Baby moms call the police. The police show up and escort this man out of his own house. Okay? Escorts him out of his own house. The baby moms decides to put a restraining order on him. Bans him from going into his own house, which by the way, he still had to pay the bills for. He still had to pay rent. He still had to do all of the things that a responsible homeowner would have to do, except he can't go in that home. And of course, I heard about this story. I would hear about this story probably three or four times a week. But I understood it because it's such a fucked up story and such a fucked up situation that you gotta tell somebody. But I would hear this shit constantly. And this was like last year, literally, a year ago. So around this time last year, I found out about where I'm currently working at today. And I found out, you know, um, they're hiring, you know, you got your own transportation, so that's cool. We know you can do, we know you can do the job, so that's cool. We don't have to train you. Um, I was already being situated and focusing on working, right? Because during this time, I was home getting unemployment for like maybe two and a half months. Okay, and during that time, I was beginning to focus on the shit that I had to do. So anything else that was miscellaneous, 
or shit that doesn't involve me or shit that will not affect me, I don't give a fuck about it. But then he started telling me, yeah, well, you know, I won the court case. He had some court thing that he won or it was in his favor, I should say. And, you know, he's going back to the house, the girl's leaving and, you know, this and that. I'm like, yeah, that's good. That's what's up. And that was the last conversation I had with him. That's the last conversation that I had with him in person and in general. Now keep in mind, last year, this dude was hitting people up every day. Oh, you wanna chill? Yo, I got beers, I got beers. And then all of a sudden, Luck strikes, and you out. (laughs) Didn't even tell me when he was moving or how he was going to get his things. He ended up getting his things quickly. And the next thing I knew, he was gone. I tried to hit him up a couple times just to see how he was doing. Left my shit on red. I'm like, damn. Things sure do change. But he was a true burden buddy. This guy that I'm mentioning, or this guy that I'm talking about now, this guy is a true burden buddy. He'd always tell you to come over, yo, let's hang out, let's go to this place, let's go there. And it starts off cool. Then he starts talking about his situation again. It's like an ongoing cycle. Then he had this other friend, right? He used to always come over like Fridays or Saturdays. That'd be the only time you'll really see him. And he'll always come through. We would always go to the LQ, grab a 30, or grab at least a 12. You know what I mean? Grab at least a 12, because that's four each. Four beers each, three people. And um, he'd have the same attitude, really. Always like complaining about shit. There's never nothing positive, apparently, that goes on in this nigga's lives where something good's happening and he's mentioned it, like, yo, you wouldn't believe what happened. You know, it's good information. It's always some grim, like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about type shit. You know what I mean? And then he did. He did first, which didn't really surprise me. There's a lot of people who you'll come across who will remind you of another person that you knew. They have the same attitude. Some of them even have the same catchphrases. Um, they have the same energy. You know, it may be somebody from your childhood who always got involved in your circle, who always came with a positive or just a real upbeat energy. You know what I mean? Almost like an uplifting energy. Then there's other people where 
if you have something good going on, you're just better off keeping it to yourself. Because this nigga will always come up with a situation or a scenario to make it negative. The, the quicker fucker upper. <laughs> That's who he is. He's the quicker fucker upper. <coughs> Any good situation? <coughs> yeah, I had to put that shit out. That shit. Smoking is raw, man. Uh, Dosalito and Girl Scout cookie. And one gigantic raw paper. But these people. <coughs> will always be the way that they are. You can try and challenge them on certain things. You may even win a few challenges. You may even win a few debates, but they're so hard-headed and so stuck in their own ways that you really can't do shit. It's almost like dealing with the red pill and they say you can't save these hoes. Well, I can argue that you can, but you also cannot save the simps. The simps are long gone. The simps need a reality check, but at the same time, they need it within their own hands. Meaning, a lot of guys who come across the red pill, for example, they know about it, not by name, but by the previous situations and the previous relationships and a lot of experiences involving such. It's not like you learn about it and you're just on board or if you've never dealt with toxic women, you know what I mean? If you haven't dealt with toxic women, I would say that it would be kind of hard to grasp what the red pill is right away. Some people come in with energy that is easily, um, it's, 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 it's hidden in plain sight almost. So I already knew back to the story that this nigga was dipping, right? He had something going on. He was talking to this one broad, and this is a funny story. So, he's telling me and my burden buddy, my old burden buddy last year, that he met this chick. She has like a sleeve tattoo. She plays video games. She watches anime, cause you know, I got different friends that do different goofy shit. I do goofy shit myself, so I don't judge often. But I was like, oh yeah, that's what's up, that's cool, yeah, alright. My boy, he pretty much says the same thing, he's twisted. He's drunk out of his fucking skull. You know, I'm buzzed a little bit too. You know, I'm sitting there, chilling, watching some stupid shit on TV, right? Something dumb that was on television that we were watching. And all of a sudden, he just comes out of nowhere like, "Yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna get this chick, yo, yeah, yeah." And at this point, now I'm laughing. So it was like a current event. Every week, 
Friday or Saturday, this dude would come through and he would give us a, an update without asking about this chick. So the next week, he's like, yeah, you know, we've been going back and forth, you know, texting and shit, yeah. I'm gonna try to like go out there this upcoming week. So we'll, we'll see, I may not be out here this weekend. He starts laughing and shit. I'm like, all right, yeah, that's cool, that's cute. And for the next, he was right, for the next three weeks, close to a month, we didn't know anything of this nigga. I hit him up. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm still working, blah, 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 because he was close in the city where, well, he was close to the city. He was pretty much in the town. But he was close to the city. So he was still working, but he started, he kept talking to the chick he was telling me. Now he was staying over there and all this other shit. Then the week after that conversation, he shows back up randomly. He didn't hit me up. He didn't hit up the burden buddy. Cause technically he was a burden buddy too, but I never, we never had close conversation to really come to that conclusion. So I have to be fair, but he shows up the next week, quiet. He has some beers. He asked us to go one in any. I think at this point I was already drinking six packs. My boy, he, he'll take it 12 to the neck within like three, four hours, easily. So, he wasn't saying anything, quiet, nothing. Try to involve him in a conversation, he'll give like maybe three word response or you know certain things and then he'll just go back, quiet. So at this time, I was getting aggravated because I'm like, yo, what type of shit is this dude on? You know what I mean? Like, So eventually, we about, I say each of us are about three, four beers deep. And I just mentioned, I just, I just said like, yo, uh, like, yo, what's good with, you know, the John, like, you know, that's Jersey shit, by the way, like, what's good with that John, like, what happened? He was quiet for like two minutes. Not even, not two minutes. He was quiet for like 10 full seconds, bro. And then out of nowhere he went, yo, that bitch is crazy, son, fuck that. I was like, damn. Damn. Then he, I guess it would be considered a diatribe where he just went on a rant for the next 10 minutes. And it was the most entertaining slash fucked up shit that I've heard. I'm not even gonna bring it up here. But needless to say, with what this man was telling me and with the sincerity of how he was telling me, it had to be true. There would be no reason for him to lie about it. If the bitch didn't give him any pussy, I would doubt that he would go through this entire storyline that he told me in order for this to be concrete in his mind. So I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. You know what I mean? 
at this time, this is when my burden buddy, he was going through the court process. So he was a wreck. He was getting fucked up every night trying to figure out what was going to happen and all this crazy shit, right? All of a sudden, the other dude, after that night, haven't seen him since. And that was... I would have to say that's that was October last year. That was October, right? Certain people, this is really the point of what I'm trying to make here. This is the, this is the, the juicy part. A lot of people, certain people that come into your life, they'll only come in when they're having bad times, when they need help. A lot of times when they need money, when they need something. When they already have something, or they have a lot of something, or they have good things going on, and these people don't hit you up, they don't incorporate you in any information on how they're doing and things of that nature, or they're not trying to really catch up when they're having good times, they only reach out when they're having bad times. Those are the people you really gotta pay close attention to. Those are the individuals that you have to watch. Because the moment they have whatever they were looking for, or they've gotten whatever they needed from you, it can even be a conversation, it can even be words of encouragement, you won't hear from them. You will not hear from them. Those people become uh, a fucking distant memory. Or you become a distant memory to these people later on. And I'm telling you guys, this is the reality. (laughs) This is the reality. No more bullshit. No more sugarcoating. deal with scandalous ass bitches here but we also got to deal with a lot of these sips and a lot of these bums who are like parasites they're pretty much parasites and you don't understand or you won't realize it until it's already happening things are already in third gear you didn't notice the shift going forward but now that you're seeing in third gear you understand it these niggas come back when they don't have shit they hit you up they text you they don't even call you yo how you been man haven't talked to you in a minute you know and I almost want to say well why is that why haven't you talked to me in a minute? 
uh, what's been going on with you? Oh, you having issues? Oh, all right, I'm busy right now. I'm at the job. You know what I mean? Fuck off. I'm at the job. Because I already know, I already know what the energy is. I already know what your energy represents. I've already dealt with that type of energy. And I no longer have the care and the consideration to do so going forward with anybody. Um, I never thought about this, right? And maybe it's because it's outlandish and it sounds crazy. But in a lot of ways, I became some sort of monk, right? And hear me out. I became some sort of monk. There's a few people, if they come across me, then we have conversation, right? But for the most part, I stick to myself. When I go to the job, it's kind of different. You kind of have to find ways to entertain yourself and to sort of keep yourself upbeat. But I don't really communicate with a lot of people. And I don't look at women the same way I looked at women in previous years, say five years ago, or even more. Um, my mindset is only really focused on learning, doing what I'm already doing now, just making that a consistency of doing such, but also finding different information, reading up on different ideas, some different ideologies, and to turn my brain back into a sponge where I can absorb a lot of the positive, good messages, good content creators, consistent, devoted. It's not a thing with money with a lot of these content creators. They actually love what they do. But it's the fact that if they're getting money, then they know they gotta step it up. We got birds and shit out here. Um, I don't know if that's a locust. What time is it, man? I'm bugging. 9.48. Close to 48 minutes, 47 minutes to be exact. We'll try to push this a little bit deeper. But you guys get my message now. You guys understand what I'm getting at. I actually don't need to go any further. I might switch things up to end it. I have something set up for a future episode now. I began finally organizing things and putting topics down on the fly. We've already talked about burden buddies. Uh, the next topic I'm trying to do is see women for what they are. See women for what they are instead of what you want them to be. See women for what they are instead of what you want them to be. 
this message is going to be to the simps. Alright. This message is going to be directed towards the simps. We got the targets locked here at the Red Pill Party Podcast. And we're aiming it at the simps. Because even if a large percentage of women got even more trashier, they got even more distasteful Western civilization women, white women, black women, women who are in the Western civilization, there will still be a group of white men, black men, Hispanic men, Asian men, all types of men who will pedestalize this woman, right? Who will still do all of the things that in a lot of ways he was programmed to do. A lot of these simps have been programmed. A lot of these simps have been programmed to function and communicate with a non-noble, non-worthy attitude, slouching body language, um, the draft pick for her orbiters, the orbiters and the men who show up and pedestalize this female or will put this female in high regards when in a lot of times these females don't even know these niggas. These are the simps that I'm going to be talking about when I talk about this subject. There's a lot of other shit I'm going to be talking about too. It's just really finding the time to do it. Now, I thought about it. I mean, I could start recording something for the next day, but I'm not going to do that today. I already have a couple of things that I've already saved, so I might just upload those. I'm definitely uploading this episode, and the next episode I'm going to be doing the same, but I may start that episode tonight. then continue on with it the next day or the next morning to end it off then upload that I think that's going to be how I have to uh, record Uh, yesterday wasn't bad 2.30 to 11 Uh, things went by uh, pretty quickly I pretty much was informed that where I am at is where I'm staying so that's cool because it was an area we took a lot of detail in cleaning moving shit making sure things was was polished so when the school year starts we can at least start on a positive note for the time being until things change like they always do I enjoy doing these 
which is why I started doing it again. I just had to be, I had to be in a good spirit uh, in order to continue these podcasts and in order to really do anything that involves displaying or talking about topics, especially some topics and subjects that are personal, that most people would at least think about before displaying. Me, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? I think every once in a while, maybe one day out of the week, I'll tell one of those personal stories. It may be something red pill related, something I learned from, dealing with the red pill or more or less dealing with women. Or it might be just something that can be relatable by most people. The red pill can be relatable, but I feel that the exclusivity I don't even think that's a word, but I created it. The exclusivity of the red pill is kind of difficult to understand coming from the outside, coming from the blue pill matrix, coming from Disneyland, the Disney World dynamic, the happily ever after, you know, the soulmate dynamic the beliefs of certain things from certain households or from certain environments that involve mostly a feminine female energy. And there's nothing wrong with that female energy as a man. But as an adolescent or more or less as a child, there needs to be the balance. These women haven't figured it out. They're still celebrating single motherhood. Meanwhile, the children in the long run are gonna feel the effect of that. And I don't think there's much thought when these women really think about those particular issues when it should be because they're the women, they're the nurturers, they're the caregivers. They're everything that's a lot of these purple pill, beta males, and some, some costume alphas will say the same thing. Costume alpha, look, and this gotta be a future episode because there's people I can name, but I'm not going to, who could be like costume alphas. They are guys who personally feel the need to prop themselves as an alpha male, right? And it's not that they're not alphas. It's not that they're not successful. It's not that they're not popular. It's just sort of an overused gimmick. It's like the buff, brolic, seven foot two wrestler. You know what I mean? He's a giant, people know. They know that image. They've seen that image before. And they've seen people with that image who aren't the way that they position themselves to be. And, you know, no need to go further than that. That's a future episode. Costume Alphas as well. Matter of fact, 
Let me save that as a topic as well. Hold on. Going in my notepads here. Topic. The costume alpha. And that's that's how we're gonna do it. Along the way, when I talk about various subjects and various ideas, I may come up with a completely different topic, even off of this, you know, small but I think meaningful message in this topic. Uh, yeah, we're just about under an hour, so I think I'm gonna wrap this thing up. It's about eight, no, it's about 9.58, right? It's almost 10 o'clock. Go in here, find out what I'm gonna be listening to today while I'm at work, charge my phone, uh, might play some Xbox for about an hour or so, maybe two hours. And like I said, prepare myself for another day of work. The only other time you may hear anything from me will be at nighttime when I'm able to upload shit, but I'm going to most likely upload this right away, and I'm going to try to upload the shit that I did yesterday right away, so we're going to see how that works out, but as I always say, in the meantime and in between time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, signing out, peace.